Welcome to Night Owl, now Night Owl Nerds, if I could speak. This will be our second one-shot, titled Remedy, a follow-up, if you will, to Lament. In our last one-shot, Lament, our characters, Bryak, Delinar, Thidius, and Jack, were trapped in, an, in a constantly repeating room facing off with multiple enemies, each of them kind of representative of the five stages of grief. Upon reaching the final room, they came upon their, their ultimate foe, a child named Fudd. Upon defeating Fudd, snuffing the life from this small child, their viewpoints changed to that of the toys around the room watching flashbacks in Fudd's memory, that of his abusive alcoholic father, his mother dying before him, and then in the final scene, the silhouette of his father in the doorway, wielding a bottle as everything faded to black. We begin this one shot four months later. The party had woken from their strange point of views, alive, people, slowly regaining their memories of where they once were. Everything that they had said had been true. Jack had been walking, Bryak had been grave searching, Thidius had been doing a show, Dalinar had been tending to the wounds of a small village. And now they all wake up, they all had woken up in the ruined foundation of an old hut in the middle of the forest clearly remembering everything that had happened with no idea how they had all been transported to that imaginary realm and then back to the prime material away from their original homes. Months of, la of, of land playing, trying to figure out where they were, they have gathered that they are in one of the northern forests along the Sword Coast but not entirely sure where they are. They're still gaining their bearings, trying to figure out how to get back to their homes, and in some cases, home continents, as a couple of them have been dragged across the world to this place. We rejoin our heroes as they sit around a fire, discussing their next steps on where to go from here. So we're inside of a hut? No, right now you are in the field, just south of the forest. Aw. Sitting around a campfire. Mind you, this is four months later. The events that happened within Lament happened. You are real people. Over the past four months, you've been trying to piece together what happened, doing odd jobs for a town, a small village, just a few miles to the... Uh, to the west trying to gather up funds as you try to figure out how to get back home and where to go from here so it is night you are sitting around a campfire feel free to chat and discuss what you would like to do next I don't suppose any of you guys know where the nearest uh, port would be 
any of you that are familiar with the Sword Coast? Well, if I knew exactly where we were. I don't know about you guys, but we need to get horses. I am not walking in this armor. I don't know about you, gentlemen. That's why I don't wear armor. It makes walking a lot easier. Oh, so I can just jump on your shoulders then? I never said that. And to oh. find a port, just walk down the coast. You'll find one. Where's the coast, genius? Uh, find the coast, walk down it. You know, I, I don't know what I'd do without you. That is such a level of insight and knowledge that I just couldn't have possessed myself. Thank you. Someone's got to be the brains of this operation. I'm glad it's you. Yes. Makes me feel so much better about this whole thing. Every party needs a grave searcher. Speaking of which, I have been kind of slacking in my duties for that area. I should keep an eye out for cemeteries. You know, you would be surprised. I occasionally would handle, you know, burials and things like that. The, the, the crazy shit that they bury with the dead. Blow your mind. So, you know, it may actually end up getting a little bit of coin if uh, this one goes ahead and finds a graveyard. Something tells me that he's not looking for coin, and when he find co finds coin, he throws it in the pile of dirt behind him, looking for bones. Oh, Brack, don't, don't do that. If you don't need it, give it to me. I mean, sure, you can have it. What do <laughs> I care? You just anyway. have to help me. Uh, uh, Dalinar looks down, um, and just for the sake of what we all look like again, um, an older kind of moderately built elf, like thicker than your average kind of Legolas type elf, um, older, uh, with a, a, a moderate white goatee wears very bulky armor with uh, white accents on it with like swirls and it kind of reminds you of like the wind kind of curling as it goes across like the breastplate and the shoulder pads uh, there's a white hood over Dalinar's head um, and then off to the side he has his uh, mace uh, that has purple amethysts that are kind of decorated amongst the, the pommel and also etched into the, the spiked portions of the of the mace itself. As long as I can change out of clothes, I suppose I could help you dig. I don't want to get this stuff dirty. Well, that would be help. Search the graves twice as fast. I'm just glad that I was able to find in the last village a good tailor to repair my finer clothes. And hideous gestures to his um, fine-fitted attire that just barely covers his his armor underneath. Um, and the sleeves rolled up halfway to expose his red tiefling skin. Uh, a, I believe, middle-aged tiefling. No, a young tiefling, excuse me. A young Ooh. tiefling with uh, 
clean-cut facial hair, dressed to the nines, uh, with the lyre sitting on his lap as he fidget, fidgets with his uh, late wife's wing and er, ring, his late wife's ring in his right hand. I just, I just don't know how we're going to get funds to get where we need to be going. Like the the these odd jobs, they just don't pay well. Well, we're rather able-bodied people. I mean, I heal. You guys kill. You know, works as a good team. Maybe we can come across a couple more interesting odd jobs. Uh, monster extermination seems to be rather lucrative in little backwater towns. Or we could just walk around, live off the land, and no. end up where we no. are. No, no, no. I need to be somewhere that's hustling and bustling with plenty of coin to be thrown at me while I strum my musical instruments and woo all of the women's of the land. Well, I knew women had to be in there somewhere. But of course. Those Seems are the ones that empty than... their pockets fastest. That's... It's much harder to play an instrument if people are throwing coin at you and much prefer that you know they place it gently in front of you in some sort of hat. Have I mean, you learned get... to read yet? What? That's what I thought. <laughs> A hat messes up the hair, Briac. You can't mess up the hair that goes too well with the attire. It takes far too long to get prepared for a performance properly to wear a hat just to take it off and set it on the ground when I'm going to be performing that gets the hat dirty too you can brush off the ground and then put the hat down okay Mr. Silent uh, we'll leave it up to you what are we doing Jack I mean, monster hunting is always pretty lucrative. We do need the coin. Guess go to the nearest village and see if they need anything done. That idea? Gentlemen? DM, what time of day is it? Probably evening? <clears throat> uh, at this point, it's about 10 o'clock at night. Okay. Nightfall was quite a while ago. Well, I think it'd probably be best if we rested for the night and then made tracks towards the town. But, I don't know. As much as I've loved the last several weeks hanging out with you fine fellows, I'd eventually like to make my own way home. Plenty of cities that require my performance, you understand. I look forward to an opportunity to throw money at you, as you say. Oh, you can do it now if you'd like. I'll I can strum a few notes for you. Oh no no like no! To... I I need a horse. I I can't be bothered with with that. Oh. When I can get a decent amount of money, don't worry. I'll I'll have a lot of copper thrown oh, at you. Thanks. Pence for the poor, sir. Get out of here.
Alright, what are we doing? What? Sleeping? Just watching. Ryke is just gonna roll over off the log he's sitting on and just pass the hell out. I'll take first watch. I mean, that was kind of rude. I don't know about you guys. But anyway, thank you. I'll, I'll take second, Jack. Yeah, wake me up when you're ready and I'll I'll take up after you. So, Bryke is passing out, cuddling a log. Dalinar, do you use a bedroll, or are you just going to lay in your armor? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would probably doff my armor and just chill. Okay. Um, and Thidius? Uh, Thidius is going to unroll his bedroll and sleep on top of it um, instead of, like, inside it and uh, use his backpack as a sort of a pillow to keep him propped up a little further. Alright. As that progresses, Jack, please roll me a perception roll for your watch. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So for the next, what would you say, like three, two and a half, three hours? Yeah, something like that. Okay. The night's fairly quiet, light breeze flowing through the branches of the forest to your north. Uh, you can hear the water lapping at the surface next to you. The, uh, the, the, the terrain around you, you're essentially in not quite, it, it, it's, what's the word for a small section of water that's connected to a lake but isn't part of the lake? A lagoon? Tributary? I don't freaking... I don't know. Well, it's not It's not running water, but yeah, it, it, maybe a lagoon. I don't know. Either way, it's a small body of water, and you know that to your south is a very large lake. But where you're at is basically just a connected pond. Very quiet. You can hear the gentle, tiny, you know, like two or three inch waves lapping up at the shore. Sure. <laughs> Maybe it's a tributary. I don't care. It's a small body of water. <laughs> Why would you pay tribute to a body of water? Bryak would. Bryak would. Uh, if it saved his life, he would. <laughs> I, I am fond of people who save my life. So you can hear the bugs in the forest doing their regular mating calls, the occasional scuffle of small animals darting between the branches. You might even hear the occasional fish plop in the water as it's trying to catch a bug. Your watch goes without issue. Alright. So I'll walk over to Delinar and just kind of shake him. Nah. What? You're up. Ah, shit. Ah, very well. I, I get up and don my armor and make sure the straps are nice and tight. And I begin just to kind of slowly circle around our campfire, just kind of paying attention to all the different directions that I can. In what radius? Uh, maybe like... 50 feet away, because I don't want to disturb the people sleeping, so I kind of step away 
Um, right. You're fairly limited by the body of water. Let me reveal a little bit more of this area for you. You're fairly limited by the body of water to your west. Okay. You can walk along that shore unless you want to walk through it. Oh, nah. You, you've already investigated. It's only about a foot deep. Okay. Um, you guys are essentially on like kind of a marshy shore. There's, there's, it's grassland that meets at the water. There isn't really like a sandy beach kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You gather that this is water that really only gets up this high during flood season. So you can walk around. Actually, let me widen that a bit more because you said 50 feet. Give you a nice wider view. Ooh. So there is another body of water to your side. And being an elf, you know, you've got a decent, you know, dark vision. Uh, roll me a perception check for your watch. Sure, sure. Uh, that is a 26. 26. So let's see, about two and a half hours to 10 o'clock, 2 a.m. So at about, call it about 4 a.m. What we would know is 4 a.m. You can see the sun starting to peak over the horizon. Um, it's the warm season, so, you know, sun rises a little bit earlier. Uh, the, the sky has that beautiful pinkish-orange color as the sun hasn't quite made the horizon, but it's like that mixture of light blue and pinks and purples. When you reach about... Oh, that's the wrong tool. Hold up. Right about here. Right, right near the shore of that you start hearing the shuffling of many feet. Like in the water or like on the land? On land. Okay. You hear the shuffling of many small feet on land in... With that perception rule, you know that these feet are tiny but numerous. And you hear the light clanking of shit bits of armor you know that these are creatures and they're shuffling they seem to be running around and you you hear chatter you can't quite make it out because it's a little bit too far away but you hear the chatter and it seems aggravated and with that we are going to star wipe Alicera during your watch overnight you started to hear the crackles of a fire in the forest you've been protecting for decades. Upon hunting it down, you found a small troop of goblins running through the forest with their torches, being completely careless as to what they touch their torches to, and you've begun to take chase. The goblins have started to run out of the forest, and you are following them, trying to take them out for the damage that they have caused to your forest. And I would like you to roll initiative. I got a dirty 20. You got a dirty 20 or you got a natural 20? I got a, just a regular 20, I guess, then. You got a natural 20. Look at that. <laughs> First, like, third roll of the game, and she got a natural 20. Hell right? yeah. Your, what is your initiative <laughs> modifier? It's one of Should be at the top of your page. Oh, it's two. Okay, so you got a 22 for initiative. 
And the goblins rolled a natural one. <laughs> wow, still... that's polarizing. Right? All right. Yes, bring up. No, we're not gonna. Some... We're not gonna play tributary here. Let's play tributary. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a body of water that leaks into another place. Dude, uh... Apparently, it's a. Apparently, it's a country song. All right. If you want to bring up that battle music for me, perfect. Alicera, you are up first, chasing down a troop of goblins. Uh, well, I can't see on my map where I am and where the goblins are, so I can't tell where, how far away they are. I can't see on the map here. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm right there. That's, that's your little section of map. That'd be a lot of goblins. Yeah, but they're goblins. Boblin the goblin. 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 So I'm actually going to cast Spikeros at third level to kind of slow them down and stop them. Okay. At third level, what will that do? And in what radius in what area would you like to do that? That takes an action. Range is 150 feet, 20 foot radius centered on a point within range. Sorry, how radi- How far is the radius? The range says 150. The range is 150. Oh, and the target is a 20 foot radius centered on the point within range. Okay, so you could feasibly place your sphere and encompass all of them. That's what I'm planning on doing. Okay. Now, do they take damage upon being within it? Uh, area becomes difficult to drain for the duration when a creature moves into or within the area it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels but since it's at level 3 wouldn't that be a 3d4 does it say at the bottom at higher levels it doesn't say uh, does not appear to have any effect at higher levels are you sure you want to burn a 3rd level sp- uh, spell slot for that no, I'll just do two then. Okay. Cast some spike growth, and I would like you to roll 2d4 damage that I will apply to all of them. And roll it twice, right? Yep, roll your d4 twice. I got three and four. Okay, so you deal. Okay, so I would like you to describe how this spell kills every single one of these goblins at once. <laughs> because they only have seven hit points. Oh dear. <laughs> uh... Mind you, there are nine of them in front of you, and you have just obliterated them with a single spell. So, I will raise my hand and will cast Spike growth, basically, as they're running, they're stopped in their tracks and impaled in every which way. So as you're chasing down these goblins, they're kind of just running amok, torches in hand. They run out into the clearing. You throw your hands up, call out to your god, 
and the earth beneath them just erupts in spikes, impaling every one of them, piercing their legs, their spines. Some of them fall down on their faces and a couple of spikes go through the face and out the back of the skull. And you've just got an absolutely massacred, just, just, a, just a field of blood and bones in front of you bits and pieces their torches are laying on their ground still burning but they are effectively all dead and initiative doesn't matter now what would you like to do well, I'll take spike earth down can I loot the bodies to do what they have if they have anything of use absolutely roll an investigation check that's the 20, right? Yep, d20 plus your investigation modifier. So I got a 6, so I don't get much. So you rolled a 6, you find among the 9 corpses, you find a total of about 5 gold. And a whole bunch of like, random, small animal body parts. You assume that these were just whatever creatures they had come across and were eating as snacks. You find rats, squirrels, chipmunks. You do find the head of a rabbit but nothing else attached to it. Uh, roll a perception check for me. So wait, real quick. So if I found five gold pieces, that means I now have 104 gold pieces, That right? Yes. Okay. okay just I add the five gold sure. to your current on-hand quantity. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Yep. I got a five. Plus? Oh, um, that's a perception? Mm-hmm. 12. Okay. With a 12, you can see to your west the glow of a very small fire and the silhouettes of a couple of people laying around it. And you swear you can see the silhouette of another man or another person at the shore of the water across from you to your west. Just kind of staring in your direction. A star wipe. Delinar, you heard the chattering, you heard the footsteps, the quickly moving footsteps, and all of a sudden you heard a loud crunch, and then silence. Turn back to my compatriots just to see they're all still asleep. And then very cautiously I begin to walk in that direction. Are you walking through the water, or are you going to head north-ish? Yeah, the, yeah, I would, uh, I would probably avoid the water if I could. Okay, just I'll to just to kind of get a view of it. I don't want to like go There's... crazy. Yeah, so I would probably go to the the top of that. Okay, so you're gonna walk up around. Yeah, just uh, until I can get cove. a good view. Yeah. Okay. Ali, your position is still active. You are still uh, within those woods, and. Um, you would have seen this person start walking in your direction around the water. Yes. I up in the tree, or was I on the ground when I did that attack? You were on the ground, uh, chasing these goblins on foot. Okay. You were right now. You were in the, a grove. You're in a grove of brambles and uh, n dead trees, trees that couldn't quite survive the floodplain. Okay, I just wanted to make sure where it was. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to move your token, Matt. Yeah, you're uh, still sitting at the fire, boy. I cannot. 
can't. Nope. <sighs> or else I would. Down for the spike growth. Because mm. I deactivated it. Uh, you already uh, dropped spike growth. Yeah, but the pink circle's still I up, know, though. I know, I delete it. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> there Ethan's we go. Is absolutely a bitch. I gotta make sure <laughs> Ethan's is. Yep, there we go. All too proud of himself Ethan, for that you one. You can move your token now as well. Oh boy, oh boy, right. oh boy. But you go, you're asleep, so you better not move your fucking token unless you really thrash more than five. Yeah, he's, feet he's, in your he's sleep. like he's like crocodile <laughs> death rolling around in his sleep. <laughs> oh my god, he does this every night. It's ridiculous. I will drown you in the one foot of water next to us in my sleep. <laughs> Alright, so Dalinar, you are slowly approaching the field, and with your dark vision, being an elf, you have 60 feet of dark vision, you can start to see what looks like churned, but otherwise normal field in front of you, and you can see the outlines of small bodies on the ground. And you have no idea what the hell happened here. So I will um, turn. I can still see the campfire or the remnants of a campfire. You can see the low burning embers of the campfire. Okay. Um, I would like to cast uh, Sacred Flame on that campfire. I am 60 feet away. Okay. Um, campfire automatically fails its deck save. I, I would hope so. <laughs> so the fire suddenly bursts up in what color flame? Uh, white. In a bright white flame for a few seconds. Just <laughs> And then I wait to see if I get a reaction out of my sleeping comrades. All right, I would like everyone to roll a perception check, or everyone at the campfire to roll perception with advantage. 17. Natural 20. 14. Everybody is suddenly awoken by a bright white flame burning next to them. Not necessarily heat producing, but just flash. A flashbang flash went off. A flashbang went our, off. In the center of our campfire with no bang. Yes. So when I see that everyone's jolted, I I do my best impression of a crow, and I'm just like, and it's horribly, like, you can tell it's it's me making such a horrible bird noise, and I begin to, like, wave my arms in, like, a get-over-here manner. Anybody with dark vision can make out his silhouette making those motions. Like at least two of those guys. So Thidius is awoken by the fire? Yeah. Okay. Thidius is gonna lay there and look up at the sky and like note that it's not really bright enough for him to, to have been awake right now and contemplate getting up. That's like Thidius. He's, <laughs> he's gonna still be laying there for a minute. 
since you said we're jolted awake, I am going to yell at the top of my lungs and just send three chopping axe swings down at the campfire. Hey, roll to attack. Um, Your girlfriend is calling. It's a plus nine to attack, so 14. Mm. You want me to okay. roll three different attacks? No, I want you to roll total damage. Oh, on the okay. campfire. One, two, six. Just fucking sent embers everywhere. I like how you're looking up at the sky. <laughs> it's probably like raining down on you. That is 12 slashing damage. In total? Well, no. So you only want me to roll one hit, but, but three times damage? Yes. Okay. Well... You said you were making three hits rolling, in succession. I am rolling nuts. Okay, so 8 plus 8 plus 6 is 16, 22 plus 18. So that's 40 damage. You used to obliterate the fucking campfire. This went nuts. I never roll that well. So as you swing down on this fire... You are cracking the stonework around it. Embers are flying everywhere. Thidius, how close are you laying to this fire? Um, I'd probably be like five feet away from it. Yeah. Realistically, you... if it's in the center of the tile in front of me, my feet are to it. So yeah. my head's like a solid eight feet away, but <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly close. You are showered upon by chunks of glowing embers. Okay. How much fire damage am I taking? None. They're not hot enough. That it's the, These aren't like ignited. There's no actual flame. They're just hot embers. They're falling. They're landing on you. They're falling to the side. If you continue to lay there, yeah, you might scorch your clothes. That's up to you. Thidius is going to take just a mm -hmm. moment to internalize what's happening. Like, something just caused our fire to flash white. Now the mostly like the half-tard dragonborns attacking the fire <laughs> i'm being covered in or i'm being rained embers upon i should move and so i get up and i like grab my bedroll and shake off the embers and leave it and like toss it off to the side and then i just dust myself down as i'm standing up all right and jack what were you doing <clears throat> jack's gonna walk towards where he heard that god-awful crow sound till he can see what were Galanar. you doing when the fire flashed oh i was sleeping when it flashed but when i woke up and i heard that crow noise i started walking that way all right so as you're walking you can hear bryak just going ham on this ember bed he's jack's just shaking his head without turning around because he knows what's happening <laughs> bryak I swear to gods, I'm going to fucking murder you in your sleep one of these days. I am gripping the axe two-handed. I'm looking around. Where are they? Who lit it? We lit it. We lit the fire last night. <laughs> yeah, it, it flashed. We, we were sleeping. Who lit it? Oh my god. I'm assuming I see this interaction happening from where I am. <laughs> Only in silhouettes, but yes. I, I just shake my head. I see. I see Jack come to me. So I just, I go, 
fucking idiots. Really I gotta I hear work it. on those sounds, man. You keep peeking your mic. Ah, oh, damn. Peek the mic. Just lean away. There you go. I heard a noise. I a seductive crow. Oh yes. Because I heard a noise, I uh sprint fucking as hard as I can towards it. So I see I see everyone and I'm flagging them down and then I'm just like miming like pointing over to where I see the um mush the the silhouettes of uh creatures. I don't have dark vision. Can I see him from where I am now? Uh, yeah. From where you are now. And, and you don't necessarily need dark vision because the sun is starting to rise. Oh, okay. It is starting to rise. There is there is very dim light right now. So I kind of, as everyone comes closer, I kind of, I, I get with them, I guess. I'll meet them like a third of the way and just huddle them over. Hey! Some sort of creatures in the field over there. They may or may not be dead. I heard footsteps. And then no more footsteps. And then a crunch. So maybe some sort of large beast killed them. Be on the lookout. But figured you'd want to be awake in case, you know, we were decided to get eviscerated. Handle this. And I'm going to sprint straight through the water towards the... Uh, wherever he gestured to where the bodies are. Hey. As you take your first step into the water, we're going to star wipe back to Alicera. <clears throat> After having killed all the goblins, you've seen the silhouette of a man at the corner of the shore. Then you suddenly see the flash of the campfire in the distance. And for some reason, you see the, the tiniest hints of embers raining down from the sky. And then you watch as three more humanoids stand up and at differing paces approach the first man that you saw. You can hear mumbled conversation as they're kind of discussing things until the largest of the group decides to start sprinting across the water. Are you going to continue watching from your place or what would you like to do? I'm going to use... My shot of Savannah's. You're going to hide. <clears throat> You're going to hide amongst the uh, the tree trunks. Yeah, okay. for the moment. Roll stealth. I got three. Okay. Add your modifiers. Plus ten, thirteen. Plus. Um, plus your stealth. Plus. Oh, two. So it's 15. Okay, so you roll a 15 on stealth. You feel that you're fairly well hidden. All right. And is that all you're going to do for now? Yeah. I'm going to sit back and I'm watch. I'm just going to sit and watch for a moment. Okay. Figure out if they're a threat or not. This time we're going to side wipe back to Bryak as your first foot lands into the water and you are sprinting across. This body of water reaches about two or three feet deep. So your movement speed's going to be cut in half for about three hexes. So, I'm uh, for the mysterious persons of the forest and listeners' benefit. Uh, you'll see a tall, muscular, uh, white dragonborn 
booking it straight into the water, not a hesitation or thought in his mind. And he's absolutely massive, you know, almost disgustingly bodybuilder big. But he's going to charge straight through, trample my way through it. So that'll be 5, 10, 15, 15. Oh, wait, no. 10, 20, 30, right? Because it's rough terrain, you said, Robin? Uh, yeah, well, you're running through about three feet of water, so... Yeah. 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 So, after I slowly wade out of that, I am going to dash forward the last ten feet of my movement, and do I see the bodies of the goblins on the ground? In dim... Dawn light on this rather quiet and peaceful morning, you see before you a blood-stained battlefield. The corpses of nine goblins, punctured, perforated, pierced, and any other P word you can think of, penetrated. These nine bodies lay in front of you, blood still dripping out. You and your battle-honed mind know very well that this happened very quickly and very recently. But there is no evidence of what caused this to happen aside from the tilled earth that they lay upon. Uh, this fucking guy's gonna get himself killed again. Do you think he always does this? I mean, you know, I was kind of warning of danger. There might be something that's gonna eat us and then he just, like, runs in there? Probably. Phidias, Phidias turns around to face the campfire and casts Thaumaturgy to dim the the uh, campfire down. What what remains of the campfire were dimming out. Uh, and as he's facing away, he goes, I'm not saving him this time. Is it? He needs <laughs> to have allegiance to one of you guys now. Uh, I, I I know I'm a healer, but I'm 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 this close to opting out of that kind of thing. Is it shadowy around here, where he is? You are, you are currently in dim light. Okay. The shadows are in the forest to the, your north. Gotcha. I I don't do my entire full walk speed for a round, but I, I get closer, and I'm hesitantly uh, walking around the water. I have my mace out uh, prepared to defend myself if need be. Okay. All right, so... All of a sudden, up here in the forest, in front of you, you'll see Jack just kind of appear out of nowhere in the shadows. Mind you, Ali, you are observing all of this. Yeah. With the light available to you right now and from your vantage point. Granted, you can't see everything because there's a couple trees in your way, but in general, you can see these people moving closer to investigate the battlefield that you have just wrought. Phidias, I take it you're moving up a little yeah. bit? Phidias is like walking forward, not really paying much attention to anything ahead of him. He sees uh, Dalinar and his, as he's wiping the sleep away from his eyes, accidentally steps into the lake and oh, what a great start to a day. And then moves more into the forest as he 
put one foot directly into water, and now his pant legs soaked, and he's upset. Okay. Ryak? I'm gonna pick up one goblin, uh, turn towards Dalinar, and say, it appears they were all stabbed rather, uh, a lot, and just toss it toward him. Not, not at him, just on the ground in front of him. Ah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not full smooth brain. Okay. And I'm just gonna walk around, flipping the rest of them over, and poking my finger in the hole, and trying to figure out what kind of blade would have caused this. Okay. Um, roll investigation. Ah. That's a, that's a great way to contract diseases, just saying. Investigation definitely sounds like Bryak's strong suit. <laughs> Eight. You can tell that these bodies were were stabbed a lot, but you can't tell by what. So somebody had a knife. I'm going to guess if a town around here had a goblin problem, they don't need more. You know, that's kind of bullshit, because we totally could have been hired to actually take them out. Just saying. Who's to say that we can't report that we did it? That's free gold. Ooh. Which means you can throw gold at me instead of copper. Told you, once I get a horse, I'll think about throwing some sort of currency at you. If you throw copper at me, I'll bludgeon you in the head with it. Do any of us have a knife or some I'm other I'm sorry, is, is your cax bleeding through? <laughs> it might have, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's, it's a little more British. Is Didius. <laughs> yeah. Do any of us have a knife or some sort of pointed stick? I have darts. I want to pick up another goblin and just, like, dangle him and show it to Jack. Well, they were stabbed if we roll up claiming we killed them. And, uh, none of us have some sort of sharp object. It would look rather suspicious. I'm just gonna let go and... Why do we need to bring the cadavers of goblins to the village? Proof. Well, you know, usually, uh, ears will work just as well. Oh, wait. Ah, wait I, see the, I see the gear is turning over there. Hang on, I've got this. <clears throat> Why do we need to take their ears? They can't hear us. Was that pretty close? I think that was pretty close. That was, that was pretty close. I like that. That was good. Uh, that, that did cross my mind, but... Why not just bring all of the bodies? Do you want to carry all of them? I think he might want to carry all of them. Mm, no, no, that's a good point. And not, not to overshoot this uh, potential payday, but uh, maybe we should also try to figure out what exactly did this, so uh, we're not the next victims. Alisara, are you still just observing from your hiding point? I think what my next move's going to be. Okay. We will shift back to the others as you contemplate moving or hiding if we each took one 
and like tossed it <clears throat> over our so shoulder. Mm. No. Shoulder. There's four of us. There's nine of them. One one on our shoulder means we bring four back. Yeah. Which means we leave. How many? How many would we leave if we took four from nine? <laughs> You're going to see Bri triple check the math on his fingers. Five. Good job. <sighs> oh, I'm going to stomp my foot in pleasure and accidentally snap the femur of a goblin. <laughs> I think Dalinar makes a good point from the look of these things. Whatever did this is definitely nearby. It had, this was definitely recent. Not planning on getting any closer to those, but uh, do any of them look eaten or disemboweled at all? Yeah. They just look like they were stabbed by something. Okay. Hundreds of times. The adrenaline rush of uh, you know, getting jolted up is starting to wear off and the gears in Bragg's head are turning even slower now. It's like, mm. Um, if it's nearby and it killed all these, it probably won't be coming back soon. We could lay down here and take a nap. It might just think we're, you know, things it killed and disregard us. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me try something. Uh, Dalinar gets uh, closer, but still not super close to them. I look around towards the the tree line. In his head, he's kind of thinking, okay, how, how would I approach this? And this is a big open field, nothing to hide behind. Ah! Hello! We're, uh, we're gonna take the kill! Any objections? Don't kill us! Ah, uh, yes. Call out to the creature that just murdered nine goblins. No, it's not a creature. It's gotta be humanoid, because it wouldn't just leave that shit like that. Unless it was killing for fun. What? Name a creature that does that. Dragons. Trolls. Me. Bryak. <laughs> <laughs> See, now Bryak makes sense. I'll kinda... kill for sport, not necessarily for food. There's thousands of things that could live here. We don't know where we are exactly. Thousands of possibilities. And as I say that, I do a scan of the tree line uh, behind us. Uh, roll of perception. Where is my dice roller? Uh, that is, uh, nine. Okay. All you see before you are trees. You see uh, a thicket of deadened trees and brambles, and behind that, the canopy of the forest beyond. Well, guess we'll, uh, take the ears, bring them on into town, see if we can't pawn them off. Maybe there's some, uh, Budding alchemist, we can sell this shit to if uh, back comes to worst. Oh, if an alchemist can use it, we could we could bring the whole thing. I'm gonna grab t 
two separate corpses by like their ankles with one hand and just start dragging them along. Do alchemists use goblin ears? I mean, I'm just kind of stabbing in the dark here. I have no idea. I just okay. never gave it any thought. Yeah. I know they use Eye of Newt, but Ear of Goblin? Seems a... Jack, would you like to do anything before we star wipe? Jack's gonna walk closer to the forest. Kind of look around a little bit. See if he can find any tracks or something. Okay, roll survival. Uh oh, he finds all the tracks with two plus one, a three. With a three, you find grass and dirt <laughs> and one goblin sized footprint in a small patch of mud. All right. I'm going to go over to that footprint. And look which way it's coming from and start heading that direction. You can tell that it came out of the forest and into the field. You assume that the goblins came from outside the forest. Or from inside the forest into the outside. Alright, so I'll just start walking into the forest a little bit. Okay. And now we will start right back to Alicera. You heard Dalinar call out into the woods with no response and you can now see if you would Jack please describe your character you see a cloaked figure probably about six feet tall just black cloak pulled up over his head just average build but that's pretty much all you really see with us two sickles hanging off of his belts. I will add, those sickles are connected by a chain going across your back. I'm Jack Sickles. How close is Jack to me? Jack is currently about 20 feet away from you at the edge of the woods. Well, I don't like the fact that he's getting so close to me, so... I'm going to shoot an arrow as to scare him, but not target him, essentially, if I can. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so what do you want to do? Like, aim for a tree near him? Yeah. Okay, roll to attack. I got 20. Is that a natural 20? Yeah, it's a 20. Again? <laughs> you should be cheering, by the way. That's your second natural 20 in just this game. Did you buy her weighted dice or something? No, I'm letting her borrow the metal ones. <laughs> All right, everybody cheer for the natural 20. Applause. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jack. Woo! Out of absolutely nowhere, an arrow flies past your face and boing, lands in a tree not a foot away from your head. Okay. You like my sound effects? <laughs> and just, cartoon boner sound effect. The arrows in the tree. <laughs> just yeah. DM, just out of curiosity, 
It does say on a hit, but because it's so close, can I try and deflect missile? It would say no, because that counts as yeah. a surprise round. You had no idea it was coming. Fair enough. All right, so I'm going to look at what angle it's stuck in the tree. Okay. And start walking where I think it came from. Are you doing this quietly? Or are you just rushing up on wherever this arrow came from? No, I, tr I try and stealth towards it. Okay, did, go ahead and roll stealth. Did anyone else hear, like, the snap of the bow firing the arrow? Or did we just hear the impact of the arrow? If you want to have heard any part of that, roll perception. I'll just... I'm just going to take my passive as 11 and say no. <laughs> at with that an 11, distance, with an 11 at your distance, you would have heard the thunk of the arrowhead going into the wood, and that's about it. Uh, that's I'm going to... 27 on my stealth check. I'm going to I'm going to turn to look at Jack and see what he's doing. Um and see that he probably didn't like cuz his hands are down I'd assume as he's just walking. Uh probably didn't just hit a tree really hard and go <laughs> Uh Jack, what what in the nine hells are you doing? As you say that, Jack vanishes into the woods. I suppose he's walking away. I rolled an 18 on my perception. <clears throat> so you would, at your distance, you would have also heard the thunk of the, uh, of the arrowhead going into the tree and then watched Jack disappear into the forest. Jack! I chase after him. Alana, I don't want to deal with this. Ryak, you get up to the edge of the woods and you have no idea where Jack went. You know where he was, but you don't know where he <clears throat> you don't know where he is now. Alicera, the man that you just fired an arrow a warning shot at has now disappeared from your view. Am I back visible again? No, your your stealth check is is holding. Okay. Well, I'm going to look around and see if I can't find him. So roll a perception, right? You'd like to look for the man that just disappeared from your view? Yes. Perception. I got a five plus seven. Twelve. With a twelve, you have no idea where he went. Yeah. Delinar, even your passive isn't high enough to know where Jack just disappeared to. Yeah, I figured I heard the thump, but... Yeah, yeah, you would have heard the the arrow. You, With your passive, you might have heard the thwip of the bowstring, but you probably wouldn't have been able to tell the difference between that and, like, a twig snapping. Okay. But you definitely heard the arrow thunk. I look at uh, Thidius, and I kind of, like, give a moderate approximation with my hand of general direction, and I just kind of gesture him to come with me. Could, uh... Could be money involved. Who knows? Due to the current course of events, this is not battle, but I would like everyone to rule initiative so we can establish a turn order. Ah, he says it's not battle. That must mean it's battle, but he wants us to think it's not battle. Fourteen. 
Uh, seven. Eight. Seventeen. And Jack? Twelve. Twelve. What did you roll, Allie? Fourteen. That works out pretty nicely. All right. Thidius. Uh, holding until he sees Dalinar move. Okay. So basically, pass turn. Okay. Allie, the man in front of you has absolutely disappeared after you fired your warning shot. What would you like to do? I'm still trying to figure out where he went to figure out if it's safe to move or not. So you're holding position? Yes. Okay. Jack? I'm going to continue walking where I th think the arrow might have come from. Okay. Real quick, Ali, are you going to try to reposition your your uh, yourself in hiding? Or are you going to maintain your hiding position? No, I was going to reposition myself. All right, I want you to roll another stealth check. With advantage or no? Uh, not with advantage, but remember your modifiers. I got a 12. 14. Plus. The 10, right? 24. Never going to find her in these fucking woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jack, you're searching for her? Yep. Okay. Uh, how would you like to do it? Are you looking for tracks or are you just looking at the looking around the trees trying to, to see a person? How, how are you searching for her? I'm just looking around right now. Okay. Perception. Well, that's going to be a waste. I crit, but with my perception being a one, it's 21. You don't know where she, where this person is. You know the general direction where the arrow came from, thanks to its angle of landing in the tree. But you're not sure where she is. It is. I'm just going to move in that general direction. You see before you nothing but trees. Go about... Uh, 20 feet to here. And then I'll stop. Alright. Fucking waste of a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> Brack, what would you like to do? I am trying to find Jack, so I will just roll a normal perception check. Okay. <clears throat> Um, holy shit. I am going nutty tonight. That is 18. You do not know where he went. I love that we're having a stealth off between Alicera and Jack right now. <laughs> this, is, this is great. <laughs> Would you like to move into the woods or are you going to stay outside of them? I'm going to move into the woods and just start walking around yelling, Jack! Jack! Come out! I'm realizing I should have done something. Okay. Is that 18 good enough to see the arrow? Yes, you would have seen... You would have gone where Jack was. 
and seen the arrow in the tree. I'm going to pause and take a look at the arrow, and that's kind of where I'll end my turn. Okay. Dalinar. See uh, Bryak go into the woods, so I trail behind him um, just enough to catch up to him, and I see him looking at the arrow, mm-hmm. and I, and I kind of look to see it, and he's like looking at it, and I just sigh. Um, hello, uh, a moderately friendly group of miscreants here, uh, you may not want to shoot those arrows at us, uh, I would appreciate it, the, uh, arrow runes are a a bitch to disinfect, and that's more work for me. Yeah, we saw the dead things, we don't mean any harm, take that as you will, and that'll be my turn. All right, we'll take it back to the top of the turn order. Thidius, your troop has now walked into the forest. Thidius is going to cast Fairy Fire on himself. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do a dexterity saving throw because I'm doing it on myself for a purpose. And I'm going to make myself outlined in violet light. That way my friends don't lose me. In the forest. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you know purple and glowy. Sparkly. And 10, 15, 20. You think, uh. <laughs> I think this was a good idea. A great idea, even. Did you just ping yourself? Yeah, I'm trying to see how far you guys are from me. Um, a tool towards the middle of the toolbar. It oh. looks like an upside down Q. Yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. Alright, Thidius, anything else for your turn? Making um, yourself glowy, walk into the woods, and a snide remark? Yeah, pretty much that's it. That's. Okay. I mean, that's really Thidius's bag, right? Th- that's spell, your stick, yeah. Cast a spell, move a little bit, snide remark, pass turn. Okay. Allie. You're up. So I can see everybody except for Jack, right? But Jack's the closest to me. Jack would be closest to you, but you cannot see him with his stealth roll and your... Unless you'd like to roll perception to see if you can try to see him or detect where he went. But otherwise, Jack has disappeared from your view since you fired an arrow towards him. You can very clearly see... The tiefling. <laughs> yeah, I see the in violet fact, thing. It almost the violet, appears that he's whatever that is. <laughs> you can actually see the other three with a strange purple glow coming from behind them. <laughs> so the violet is that like fire? What like what is that? Fairy fire has illuminated Thidius in a gentle purple glow that kind of sparkles all around him. It makes him very easy to see and very easy to target. So... I'm going to mistake it for fire because that's what it looks like to me. And I was going to do Divine Strike. So you're going to fire an arrow at him? Yes. Okay, roll with advantage. Oh, I hope it hits. I got a 15. Twice and take the higher number. I 
And I got a 20. You got a natural 20? <laughs> Motherfucker. And you're you're slapping a, dis- a divine smite into that? Or a divine strike? Yes. Okay. So. And that's going to be... I'll do cold. You're going to do cold damage? Yeah. yeah. All right. So roll. That's a 1d8. This is going to be fun. You got a natural 20, which is a crit. So you get double damage, which means you roll your damage dice twice. Which one is that again? So your bow, I believe, is a d6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so roll the d6 twice. I got five and five. Okay, so that's ten points of piercing damage, uh, plus the modifier for the bow. Should say one d6 plus something. For the bow. Sylvanas's reach. It's two. Am I looking at the right number? Give me a second and pull up your sheet. Alright, Sylvanas' reach is a 1d6 plus 2, so that's 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. Now your Divine Strike adds 1d8 and you're doing cold damage, so roll your d8 twice because you crit, all dice rolls are doubled. Is it this one? Yes. So roll that twice. I got four and six. Okay. So Thaddeus, you take 12 points of piercing damage and 10 points of cold damage as a shining blue arrow comes out of nowhere and hits you straight in the chest. I'd like to make a perception check knowing that I just got shot from somewhere and hearing that arrow thwip. Okay. Just to make sure that I can see where my target is. Yep. Um, that is... Uh, dirty. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you know the direction it came from, but you don't know how far it came from. That's fine. I'm in a forest. We're good. I can't use Hellish Rebuke, but this forest is about to burn. That'll end well for you. Alistair, will that be the end of your turn? Ooh, hang on. I have to make a constitution. I'm dropping you... fairy. F- I'm dropping fairy fire by choice at this point okay. too. Okay, that burned your action. You still have movement and a bonus action. I can still move a shadow savannah on me, right? Yeah, you still to roll. You'll you'll have to re-roll your stealth if you try, choose to move. But yes, I'm gonna move a little bit closer to Dalinar. Are you maintaining your, your? Are you doing this stealthily, or are you? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it stealthily. Okay, you can move at half speed, so you can move up to three squares, or three hexes, and you'll have to re-roll your stealth. Oops, I didn't mean to do that. I think that's three right there, right? Yep. Okay. Well, that's. Yeah. You want to move there? Yeah. Okay. Re-roll your stealth. I got 17 plus... Plus 12 is 29. Yeah. Okay, and that will end your turn. Yep. Jack, <clears throat> you're up. I'm going to imagine that I was close enough to uh, hear that bow flick go, flick go off. Oh yeah, you heard it go off, but you have no idea where it came from at the moment. 
Alright. You also heard Thidius yell in pain. Or react in pain, not yell. Just... I'm going to look and see if I can find tracks. Okay, roll survival. 16. You've found the rest of the goblin tracks. But that's about it. Okay, so I'm just going to move back to Briak. Are you revealing yourself or are you doing so stealthily? Um, actually, it's shadowy in here, right? Yeah, you're you're among. There are plenty of shadows. I'm just going to shadow step there. Okay. So your stealth roll will hold. Yeah. Would Bryak see me now that I just popped up beside him? Or is... That is actually up to you, thanks to your stealth roll. He's not going to see me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> will that end your turn? Yep. Okay. Bryak. I've heard my savior get hit in pain. <laughs> and you probably watched a bright blue arrow fly past your face and into his chest. So do I know where the direction it came from? Yes, you would know the direction that it originally came from. Hmm. I guess I should uh, sprint at that. <laughs> okay. I am going to seeing him get hit I am going to rage and then are, are these like dead trees I know that this map but... yeah you're effectively in a, a grove of, of dead trees right now alright I'm straight line body checking the dead trees if they're in the way one man wrecking crew you know where the arrow came from okay would you like to show us your path upon doing this and Jack I know how you think if you want to use your reaction to trip him on his way do it okay I was I was <laughs> gonna ask if I could do that <laughs> okay so we'll follow we'll assume you take that zigzag line as your body checking and moving around trees to go across that way we'll start with Jack would you like to do that yeah, oh yeah. Alright, Jack, make a... Uh, athletics or acrobatics check. Alright, we're going And Bryak, make a dexterity saving throw. We're going acrobatics with it. Oh yeah. 27. Yes, sir, I think I have something to help with that. You're raging, so you have advantage on deck saves. Oh, sick. Uh, nat 20. Fuck, okay. <laughs> Somehow you manage to jump over Jack's foot as he attempts to trip you. Allie, you will have an attack of opportunity as he passes you. However, as a new player, I will tell you if you do this, it will eliminate your stealth, your uh, your current stealth. 
if you choose to attack him as he passes you. Okay. So I'll, I'll attack. You're going to take your attack of opportunity? Mm-hmm. Okay, roll to attack. That's a d20, right? This would be a d20. Um, I will say that attacking with your bow is not... Right. No, I was going to attack with my dagger. Right, so roll a d20 and use your dagger's modifiers. I got a 15. So the center column next, to the, next to the dagger would give you your plus to hit. I think it's only like a plus one. Yeah, yeah it's a one. All right, so you got a 16 to hit. And that hits you, break. Yep, 15 okay. hits. Roll your damage. Your oh. dagger is 1d4 plus 2. Okay. And it has a plus 5 to hit, so you actually got a dirty 20 to hit. So, roll 1d4 and add 2. I got 4. Okay, so you dealt 6 points of slashing or piercing, however you thrust that thing. Piercing. Okay. Break, you take 6 points of piercing damage from three. something. Right, reduced to 3 because you're raging. And now Something just jabbed the fuck out of you. And you turn to your side and you see next to you, Ali, care to describe what he sees? So I am crouched next to a tree. I have my cloak up over my head, covering my face. I am. You can't see much of my face because my hood is covering so much. You see patched pieces of Duraguard skin. Um, light armor, studded leather armor. I have my dagger drawn in my left hand. It's all I can really give in my current position at the moment. Right, you Unless just, you want me to describe my full self. You've just been stabbed by a creature crouching in the woods. Covered in a cloak that... The image on the cloak seems to shift and match the surrounding wooded area. Glints of studded leather armor beneath the cloak. Covered in patchwork creature skin. And a dagger wielded in one hand. So... Before I decide what to do, my extra attack gives me the attack twice during the attack action on your turn. Would you let me do a breath weapon and an axe move? No. It no? is one or the other. Hmm. The breath weapon is a specific skill. It is not part of your, your, your melee attack. Well... In that case, I will recklessly attack twice. Okay. Roll for the advantage. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. So that's a hit. 4 plus 6 plus 2, 12 slashing damage on the first attack. And a 20-something to hit, which will land. And a... 8 plus 6 plus 2 is 16 slashing damage on the second attack. What's the total damage? Uh, 
So 16 plus 12 is 28. Okay, Ali, the creature you have just stabbed in the ankle has turned and swung a giant battle axe at you, dealing massive damage. Will that end your turn, Briak? Uh, I am going to yell. Who are you? Why did you shoot him? And that will end my turn. Delinar, there's a clusterfuck happening in front of you. You're up. So I see the arrow, and I hear the shit going off to my right, but I just, I'm looking at the arrow, and while the tripping and the stab is going on, I just, I just let out this long, drawn-out sigh, and I just walk up to Phidias, and I reach in my back, but at the same time, I grab the arrow, look him in the eye, and go, breathe in, hold your breath, and then at the same time, I yank the arrow out, I pull out my staff of healing, and just jam it right in the, like, wound. And as I begin to uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds at second level with that, I look over, and I, I'm assuming I see this oh, yeah, mysterious yeah. stranger. At, at this point, yes, you would see this mysterious stranger who's just been hacked into, or you're watching as she's being hacked into by Bryak. And I'm, I I look at that, and I sigh even more. Hi, hello, and I kind of like, I'm not paying attention to how I'm holding the staff, so I'm kind of like jamming it into Thidius's body just a little bit more than I mean to. <laughs> Hi, slightly annoyed healer here. Uh, you mind not attacking them so they don't attack you, and then that doesn't make more work for me again? And then I'll leave it at that, and I'll cast with my staff. Uh, here wounds at second level. 14, 18, 19, 20. Uh, 20 points of healing to you, Thidius. And Couldn't have made it 22? Nope. Stop me off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I turn now, for the last portion of my turn, I, I actually turn towards the uh, uh, new person, and I just begin to calmly uh, walk towards her, uh, this person. Okay. And that will be my turn. All right. Thidius. Do what you gotta do, bro. Thidius is gonna walk up and I'd like to do this as a bonus action. I want to investigate this person. Okay. Like, quickly sum up what I see as I do this. All right. Um, if you're going to do it quickly and as a bonus action, I would say roll with disadvantage. Okay. Basically, I'm looking, or it might be insight. Basically, what I'm looking for is do they look scared? Do they look determined? What, like, what is their face and body telling me right now? Okay. Actually, roll insight. Yes. Normally. Okay. And. Ellie, I'm going to have you describe what he sees after he rolls uh that's a 15 okay so is that good 15 is good 15 is above average so he's got a pretty decent look at you how what what expression are you putting out there during this moment i imagine the attack that Bragg just took on me knocked the hood off my head so now my face is exposed. Okay. And you see a young wood elf 
with stormy blue eyes, look of like timid, scared expression on her face. And her um, silvery white hair is tied back in a ponytail going down her back. Okay. So she looks scared to Phidias at this moment? Yes, because she doesn't know why you guys are here, and she's just scared and doesn't really know what to do. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Uh, Phidias is going to grab... So, Phidias is going to grab Bryak, and he's going to grab this unknown elf. Um... Like, he's just... You're actually, he's not going to grab Bryak. He's just going to, like, slap at Bryak. Um, and try to grab the unknown elf. Um. Probably with... Hopefully with acrobatics to just try to be quick and grab her. Uh. She's probably going to end up resisting it, but that's okay. Okay. Uh. Yeah, sure. Roll acrobatics and Alice, Sarah, roll a... Dexterity saving throw. My dexterity is two. So I got 11. Plus two is 13. Okay. 23. Um, okay. we'll, use, we'll use that both on Bryak just to hit him. Uh, and uh, her to grab onto her. And in one... In, in that instant, as he makes contact with both of them, he's going to yell stop and cast invisibility. At, I believe that'll have to be uh, fourth level, I think, or maybe third. Might be third level. Give me two seconds so I can double check that. I don't play casters very often. Um, yes, so I'm going to cast it at third level, um, still holding on to her and hitting Bryak, and turn them both invisible while I'm still holding on to her. <clears throat> that way Bryant can't hit her <laughs> and she can't retaliate against Bryant <laughs> and I'm still holding on to her okay. so now they're both invisible so with that Thidius comes down, sees this timid young wood elf just seemingly trying to defend herself Bryant in a mindless rage reaches out grabs actually, the both of you actually I want to hit Bryant and not turn him invisible <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it I don't want to turn him invisible I want you to turn smack, her You smack Bryak in the chest. You pick up this wood elf, shift her invisible, and with that, we're going to go to break. And we are back. Thidius, you are currently wielding an invisible female elf. Alicera, you are being wielded. Yay. <laughs> we are currently out of, I guess, what became combat. And I will eliminate the turn order. You five may proceed as you choose. Dalin, I'll grab him. And he points to Bryke with his with the hand that's not holding an invisible object. <clears throat> hey. You good? You good? Relax. Okay, it's calm. We got everything under control. You good? Where'd she go? And I'm gonna like slyly look around and walk off in a totally incorrect direction. No, no, Bri 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 hey, over here, over here. Breathe, relax, breathe in, hold it in, breathe out. Peeking behind trees, like, hmm. 
And I, I, the whole time I'm just trying to talk him down and I'm just following him as he goes. Bought me spots. I'm just going to be squirming, trying to get loose of Hideous's purchase. Am I aware that I'm invisible? Uh, if you were to look down at yourself, you could see that you're invisible, yeah. Or you can, okay. you can like, tell that you're invisible, but I don't think you see yourself as invisible. Do you? That's, that's what I was trying to figure out. If you see me as invisible, this Hang is... on. I was in trying to kind of imagine that you would see yourself as like a ghost yeah yeah like, or else trans, that'd be a bitch to try to pick shit up while you're invisible yeah because yeah, you wouldn't like know where your hand is <laughs> yeah like translucent to yourself but invisible to everyone else you can feel the magical effects of it as well okay are, are we uh are we good no more arrows or chasing people through the forest uh there's insects in here it's getting a little uncomfortable I don't know. She keeps fucking squirming. Calm down. Just let me go. Just, just, just let me go, please. Says uh, the woman who shoots at us. You're in my woods. You woods York. I didn't know you? if you were a threat. Wait, wait. Were you the one that took out the goblins in the clearing? Yes, because they were carrying fire and causing damage. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I don't thank you for shooting my friend. But we don't mean to intrude on your home, I suppose. We're just traveling through. Jack. Yeah. Roll a history check. Fifteen. Your group has been in and out of this field and the neighboring village doing odd jobs trying to gather money. Most of those jobs have been gathered at the local tavern where you have overheard due to your being sulking and just kind of monitoring the goings on around you. <clears throat> you have overheard talk of the Phantom of the Woods an unseen, unknown creature that defends the local forest against anything that may set it ablaze. I think you can let her go. Wait, wait, wait. We are going to need assurances that, you know, you're not going to attack us. If she attacks again, I'll just blow her ass up. <laughs> no, I promise I will not attack. And to show I bear, bear no ill will, I can heal your dragon front if I need to. I'm going to walk by. Where is she? <laughs> Someone hold him. Does he figure out where I am? Can, do we have anyone that can hold him? I'm not. I'm not sure. Ah, uh, no. I think not, we're kind of screwed there. Not really the time to contemplate that, really. Um. Phidias is going to try to, like, force her to sit as he sits holding on to her. So I guess that would be, like, contesting strengths. Ali, do you contest 
his obvious motion to make you sit. Sure. Contested strength throws. Both of you roll a strength check. 16. 10. All right, Ellie, you're sat. Amphidius is sat beside you, um, and he's going to drop invisibility. I was just going to ask you, is she still invisible? Yeah, so as he forces her to sit down beside him, he drops invisibility, still holding on to, I would assume, like a sleeve or a part of uh, her armor, like up towards the shoulder area. I don't think you pick the right fight sometimes and he's gonna let go of you uh, let go I, t- I sheath my mace well I was observing you but I didn't know if you were threatened or not and so you... we were getting a little bit too close for comfort and you kind of came out of nowhere and scared me so I was just defending myself merely and you shot the one that was highlighted I thought you were fire. I and was, it kind of scared me a little bit. It's glowing purple. What kind of fire do you see that's glowing purple? You'd be surprised the amount of different color fires I see in these woods. It doesn't even I come flicker. across many creatures. It's just, it's just as if I was purple light. It doesn't dance like flame. It just looks like light. Duh, either way. Well, I'm gonna look down and see the blood-soaked tunic. Gotta get a new damn tunic too. Yeah, that that that's not gonna come out. No, no, it won't. Not easily. He's gonna cast minor illusion <laughs> to make it look like it's out, but he knows <laughs> it's not, and he realizes that it doesn't make him feel any better. So he's just gonna drop that too. Oops, didn't mean to drop that, Chad. Do we know the name of the village that we were frequenting? You know it colloquially as Creaky Town. Okay. You're not sure what the official name of it is, but a lot of the long-term locals just call it Creaky Town. Okay. Do you ever uh, go into Creaky Town to get supplies or anything like that? Yeah, I actually just went in there not too long ago and I bought um, straps so that I could make um, certain materials. Alright, well, for the sake of peace here, I'm Dalinar. And I gestured everybody else to introduce themselves. Wow, you really, uh, you really gotta piss these guys off, not gonna lie. She ruined my I'm sorry damn for tunic. attacking you. Sorry doesn't fix the tunic. <laughs> so, seeing how you well, shot him pretty much square in the chest, that first arrow, did you miss me on purpose? Yes. I thought maybe. It was supposed to be a warning shot. Yeah, worked. I think the uh, lesson we can all take away from this is I think Thidius was right. We gotta be careful next time you pick fights because clearly all it takes is one 
enraged demonic dragonborn, and uh, uh, it's lights up for you, right? So that's a new one. Yeah, well, with any luck, you'll uh, never run into this one again. But anyway, look, maybe you can help us here. We, uh, we need money. I don't suppose you know of any, uh, bounties or any sort of, uh, duties that, uh, Creaky Town could, uh, accommodate us with besides the normal ambush runs on goblins which you beat us to? Would I know anything about that, DM? Roll a history check. 20. You don't know much about the region outside of your forest uh, and the town that you occasionally go to for supplies, but you would know who in town to talk to. As the owner of the inn and tavern... Not the bartender, but the owner. Who, uh, you would know this owner, um, is actually from out of town. And knows how to make it, and, and, and you would assume that he would know how to get out of town and to somewhere that might have a port or other means of transport. Actually, there is one person in that town that can help you. And that would be the owner of the inn and tavern. He's not from around here, and he seems to know his ins and outs, from what I can tell from talking to him briefly. He might be able to help you. Well, that's a start. Well, I mean, if you want, uh, unless uh, these uh, brooding bastards have anything to say about it, you could always... Uh, be our escort into town. You could uh, do the introductions for us. You seem to know these people a little better than we do, and uh, a little bit of clout now and again uh, never hurts anyone. I'm not sure about introductions. I kind of keep to myself and don't have the best trust from these people, but I can definitely show you around the town. Wait, wait, wait. you telling me you shot arrows at the townspeople too? No. They just think I'm odd. Oh, okay, I well... don't talk much. I mean, what's a, what's a forest without a couple brooding figures kind of, you know, making it their home? Am I right? <laughs> I suppose so, but like I said, I don't run into many others, such as yourselves. I mostly run into those goblins that you saw that were massacred. Question: Do you ever see any drow in the forest? Yes, I've run across some drow and some duraguard, to which I usually take out their encampments when I can. Ah, uh, I was just curious. I know that you know elves like forests, and drow are technically elves, so I don't see too many drow. It's more duraguard than anything. Aren't those, like, underground dwarves? Yes. What the? So you, you see them in the forest? What the hell do they want to do with a forest? Destroy it. 
That's why you see so many dead trees around you. I just assumed uh, Brack was over there, you know, peeing on them or something. We haven't been here that long, Delamar. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> pee's probably potent. I digress. So we're we're getting off topic here. Well, invitations open. Uh, I don't know about the rest of these suckers, but uh, if you stick around with us, you'll probably be a little safer. Although seems like you know how to handle yourself for the most part. I've been on my own for a while, and you pick things up here and there. So, you're coming with us, or you stick around your forest? I'll come with you. Do you, any of you want healing? Uh, that's usually my, my stick, but, uh... It's the least I can do, guys? is I'm sorry. I'm fine. She missed me. The only thing I want is a bed to sleep in. Must be nice being missed by an arrow. <laughs> oh, that's why you don't surround yourself with gl glowing purple balls of light. Makes that you apparently an easy target. look like fire. Thidius will stand up, kind of dust off his knees a bit. <clears throat> well, I need a new tunic. And it sounds like there's work in the town, so let's head for the town. Taylor will be glad to see me again. Spent a pretty penny back there. And I hold, uh, I still have my staff of healing out. Um, I like reach it out. Uh, wait a minute. What the hell's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. Sarah, but you can call me Allie. Allie. Alright, and I reach over and I just hold out my staff for you to, like, pull yourself up with. I'll grab it and get up. You cast okay. fireball at 8th level. <laughs> <laughs> One shot over, everybody's incinerated. Forest yeah. is gone, there's a crater in the ground. Um, And the second you grab Black a hold the of the staff... <laughs> Uh, you, as soon as you grab hold of the staff, you feel like this wave of warmth go into your body. Um, and I'm using the uh, two charges of it to cast Cure Wounds. Uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Uh, 17 points of healing towards you, Allie. Thank you. Well, it's not going to do you any good, you know. Beasts can track blood and everything, so it's uh it's mostly for our safety as a whole. Alright, well, uh where where where's the closest road? Uh you know, not that I don't mind walking around where, you know, you can get ticks and nasty little parasites like that, but I don't think ticks are parasites. Um Would I know where that which direction that is? You would all know that the road is about half an hour's walk to the west of where you were originally camping. Alright, so I guess we all take off in that direction. Hmm. Yeah. Not a lot in agreement. 
Yep. Absolutely. I'm, I'm fine with that decision. Okay. So, you all stand up, having found a strange new elf companion for your short trip back to the town. You know that it's about a day's walk to get back to the uh, small creaky town to the west, following along the uh, shoreline of the lake. Move you guys over. Oi. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, I actually made a town. <laughs> so you guys come in from the uh, from the northeast road, heading down. You are all familiar with the tavern. You, you guys have been here before. You stumbled across this town, Ali. You have been here many times. Uh, in your past to get supplies. There are a handful of random shops, herbalists, um, fishermen's shops. This town kind of just self-supporting. Not a whole lot of trade in and out. Uh, they do have a tavern and inn set up for occasional travelers, but mostly they subsist off what they can find in the local lake. Kind of like a fisherman's town. Um, Allie, you know that this town is referred to as Creaky Town by the older residents uh, because of this town that used to actually be built on the marshland and the houses would creak as the water moved in and out during the flood season. Uh, since then, landscaping and building on top of buildings they've kind of created their own landmass that this town is built on much like a local city to those of us that live around here it is consistently sinking and being rebuilt on top you all know that the tavern is the largest building in town as it has had the most capital funds put into it and has the highest inflow of money the owner has put a fair amount of work into this to make it big and attractive to try to get tourists. Tourists aren't actually a thing in this town, but he's trying. You guys like to head straight to the tavern, or are you going to hit up other shops, or are you just going to go for a swim in the local marshland? What would you like to do? I would like to finish my sleep, so I'm the inn and tavern are the same thing? Inn and tavern, yeah, yeah it's a standard D&D thing. Tavern downstairs and upstairs. Oh boy, I am going to the inn. Okay. So we've we've been to this town before, correct? Or is yes, this a everybody town? has been to this town before. Uh, the standard troop has been here uh, four or five times as you stumbled across it during your travels. Uh, you know that there are a couple of small shops. Whoa! <laughs> Made you hey. nice and long alley. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let me fix you real quick. Thidius is apparently teleporting into the center of town. Thidius <laughs> is, is just walking straight back to the tailor. He knows exactly where this tailor is. He's been there several times for measurements, for adjustments, and, and other blood-related to and, and to pick up his his fine clothing again. And he's just going straight back there. Okay. This tailor loves you 
because the only thing that she has ever been able to work on are the basic workers' clothes for the local for the locals that live here. And then one day, a while back, you walked in with the finest clothes she's ever seen, materials she's never had to, the opportunity to work with. You are a dream come true to this woman. I'm assuming it's like first thing in the morning too that we oh, roll yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, by the time you... Well, no, actually, it was about a about a day's walk. <sighs> Based on distances, you guys started this whole debacle at about 4 a.m. I would say that right now it is about 4 in the afternoon. Okay. So shop is open, but... <clears throat> would you like to go in? Absolutely. I'm going to lead... The rest of the guys to the tavern so I can point out the owner to them if they want to follow me. We'll get to that. Okay. Phidias, you're going in the shop? Absolutely. Phidias will knock twice on the door out of courtesy and walk in. And as you walk in, you see before you a <laughs> the same tailor shop you've seen before. There's not much going on. A couple of reams of clothing... Uh, or a couple of reams of cloth, a couple of little side projects sitting on some tables, and an elderly human sitting behind the counter reading a book. Just, you heard him make little kameen as you approached. And she looks up from her book and sees your bright red skin and wonderful silk tuxedo-esque clothing that you're wearing. Oh my dear, it's you again. Oh, oh my lord, what have you done to yourself this time? Gertrude, it's wonderful to see you again. I, uh, please, please, I've told you to call me Gertie. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Gertie. I uh, seem to have caught a stray arrow straight in the chest. Uh, yes, obviously I, I, I see that, but but your chest has no hole in it. Is that, is that the, the work of your, your elf friend? Both actually were the work of new elf friends. <laughs> the arrow and then the heel. Two, diff two different elves, but yes, they were both done at the hand of an elf. Oh can, dear, can you're just trust... making friends everywhere these days. Never come, come, them, come, come in. Let me let me take a look at what you've got. Ah, of course. And he's gonna doff his armor real quick and undo his uh, undo his tunic and take it off. As revealing... you do that, you see her bite her lower lip. Revealing a very scrawny and not very muscular Phidias, hey. um, and say, "I don't, I don't expect a miracle in saving this. Um, just whenever you can, if I can get another one made up to the same, to the same uh, dimensions and specifications as before." Oh, don't you worry, darling. I will do my best. In the meantime, here, and she'll hand you a, a standard like peasant shirt. I know it's it's not up to your standards, but oh, oh my. Please just wear this in the meantime. Uh yes, okay. Not a problem, and he'll put it on quickly because he doesn't want to be shirtless in front of this woman anymore. It's making him extremely uncomfortable. And surprisingly hideous too. Um <laughs> And so he's going to put that on and go, I will be back in a few days for it. Thank you. And uh, leave like eight gold on the counter as he walks out. 
And, and as just, you rush out of the building, you hear her call behind you. Uh, it should only be two days. Okay, bye. And he'll quickly leave. <laughs> All right, and you're going to uh, rejoin the rest of the group at the tavern? Uh, yeah, I imagine that that's where they were heading, so I'll uh, make my way back over there. So the rest of the group, as you enter the tavern, you find yourself a table, sit down, try to chat as Ali starts to <clears throat> tell you that she is aware that the owner of this tavern is from out of town and has been here for a while, as she has overheard in her time here, but she does not know where he lives. He tries to keep to himself while he... It's strange. He keeps to himself while he tries to establish this town as a viable tourist attraction. And you can't be, sh you know, it's he's just some eccentric person who keeps to himself, but built and owns this tavern. I mean, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, surrounded by water. I mean, the mosquitoes are just insane here. I mean, why try to build this place up. I mean, they should be abandoning this and maybe going, you know, downriver where a lot of less water is. Uh, uh, I don't know. Little small towns like this, uh, stay away from them. A little, little bit too dirty for my taste. Well, there has been a lot of people leaving in the past few years. And it is slowly becoming more and more abandoned. So as you guys are talking, you look around. This is a beautiful tavern glass sconces on the walls containing you know standard wax candles but just absolutely gorgeous woodwork brass work the bar itself is actually very well illuminated showing the various containers of alcohol and other drinks you see a couple of them labeled as things like grape juice and apple juice just strange liquids that and you guys know full well there's no fruit trees around here so where is he getting these supplies high level carpentry um very well lit the few patrons that are in here with you are having the time of their lives and you see a notice Thidius as you're walking into the building you see a notice outside advertising a bard who is scheduled to play at this tavern in two nights in two nights time wonder who they have up here you got some uh, competition there <laughs> I'm sorry you got some competition over there competition here I mean, isn't, that, isn't that your gig uh, it could be, but I don't know. I found that elves seem to pay the best for uh, performances. I don't know why. They they seem to just pay more. Hmm. I don't know, dude. If you look around at this place, it does look like a place you would perform. The hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Fancy. Oh. My sweet midnight child? Summer child doesn't work with you. This this is far below classy, but 
Well, I gotta make money somehow. I would hate to step on the toes of another performer, though. While I may outclass them, I recognize a struggling performer and, uh, or really the struggle of a performer can be hard to make money sometimes. I won't step on their toes. I'll just warm up the crowd in the nights leading up to them where there's no money to be had. Set the standard high, you know. So you don't want to hurt the struggling performer. You just want to make it so when he goes on stage, he gets booed and doesn't make any money. No, I don't want to perform at the same time as him or open for him as to outstage him. But if I was to play the nights leading up to him, that's totally different. Ah. Because then the crowd will be expecting a solid performance. Though they will have, again, thrown all their coins on stage for me. You know, sometimes you're as dumb as Briak. I want to walk up to the bar to find, see the owner, whoever's in charge. And uh, say, I need a room for the night. And they do too. So you walk up to the bar, and you see the, the, the bartender. Human male, probably in his 20s. Perfect skin. Not a blemish on this boy. It looks like he bathed not 20 minutes ago. No dirt. <clears throat> and this stands out to you because every other resident of this town is relatively dirty. Standard peasant attire. This man is wearing clothes fancier than what Thidius typically wears and looks absolutely pristine. Hey, uh, Allie, is that the guy? Yes. No. And would it be his son, maybe? You don't know. Oh. No, that's not the guy. Right, of course, I don't think I recognize him. Don't think I've seen that bartender before. Hello, big man. What is it that you need from me? My friends and I require a room. You need a room? How many? Just one? Two? Three? Five? What do you need? Uh, I'm going to turn to Didius. How many rooms do we need? Didius is just looking at you and not saying a single thing. He's just, he's just smiling and looking at you. <laughs> How big are the rooms? Depends on the room you decide to get. If you wanted one giant room, I've got one of those with about six beds in it. And then I have several other single bed rooms, and I've got a couple of rooms. And this guy just keeps going on and on and on. It almost makes it sound like there's like 40 different rooms upstairs that you could choose from. Um, give me one of the singles. You want one? Single bedroom? Yeah, I just need one room for my friends and I. Absolutely perfect. A single bedroom will cost you five gold. Alright. Dell, pay the man. Uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me? Five gold. <laughs> for, for what? A room. Uh, do you have your own gold? Why do you... What? 
No, what? I don't. We agreed I wasn't allowed to have it after I spent it all on, you know, not useful things. Wait, wait. Did you say? Did you say five gold for a room? Yeah. And I look over at Allie, and I have this kind of like pretentious look on my face. Pardon me one moment. And I get up and I walk over. Did you just say five gold a room for one night? Yes, it's five gold for a single bedroom. Oh well, okay. That's what um, asked for, Mister Mister Bedroom. Uh, that is a uh, absolute highway robbery. You want to know why this town is uh, struggling? It could be because of stuff like this. I have no idea what you're talking about. The prices are set by the owner of the t- the inn and tavern. I have no control over anything. Coins are pretty small, and the room's pretty big. I'd say it's pretty fair. I guarantee you, Bryak, we could probably go find an abandoned house and sleep in it for free if we wanted to. Uh, may we speak to this, this uh, owner? I'm sorry, the owner is not in right now. All right, well, we need to speak to him. When uh, When's he showing? I have absolutely no Knows that I get my sack of coins at the end of the week, every week, on time, and I don't question it. Interesting. All right, uh... That's interesting. Uh, how long have you been working here? He kind of looks quizzically at you. Like he doesn't quite understand the question. Um, uh, how may I help you, sir? I already told you I wanted to speak with the owner. That's. I'm that's... sorry, the owner isn't in right now. Are you going to pay him? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. Not for those prices. Come, 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 sick step down, Bright. Uh, let, let's have a conversation. Ah, excuse me, sir. What was your name? He looks at you quizzically again. Oh, How may I help dear. you, sir? Uh, I don't need anything right now, good sir. Uh, we'll come back to you. And Absolutely. I, like, if you need I, anything, don't hesitate to ask for me. I pull Bright away very quickly and I sit back down. So it's us three. Uh, did something seem off with him, or is it just me? Felt him and I were on the same wavelength there, so that's not good. <laughs> okay, first of all, then I look over at, at you, Ali. You wanted to charge five gold for a room. That's right there. First red flag. Uh, second of all, that's something about him. He, he wouldn't say his name. He didn't say how long he worked here. He said he gets a sack of gold occasionally, and he doesn't ask any questions. Something seems very off here. Yeah. Have you seen him before? No, I have not seen him before. Hmm. Not that I'm saying let's go root through all the rooms or anything, but this is rather strange, and I look around, um, you said there, there's other people kind of having the time of their lives here? Yeah, there's a handful, maybe, um, ten other patrons in groups of two or three at various other tables, and they are having the time of their lives. Drinking, laughing, telling stories, it's so lively in this building. Have I seen anybody, uh, singular sitting there? Not one person. I go out, I walk out to the front door, and I look out, and I take a look to the left, and I took a look to the right. What's the scene like outside? Very quiet. 
couple of elderly humans just kind of walking around carrying satchels of whatever they happen to catch in the local lake. Um, otherwise, it's it's very quiet. Not a whole lot of life in this town. And, and you know, it's, it's like four in the afternoon. You figure people are like, you know, they're still running their shops. They're still doing their daily business. The sun is still out. You'd, you would expect more traffic this time of day. Okay. I kind of like look around suspiciously and uh, of all the different groups in the in the tavern um, I'll, I'll try to find a table with like three people at it and I just I'll grab an empty chair and I'll sit down with him just to see how they'll react. So you plop your heavy armored ass down with a loud clang? Or are you doing this gently? Oh yeah, no, I'm just I'm making it very obvious <clears throat> that I'm sitting down. I have a pretty neutral look on my face. I'm not trying to look menacing or happy. I'm just I want to see how they react to me. They don't. They um, continue on their conversation just laughing and telling a story about some giant fish that they recently ran across but they weren't able to catch and the other guys are just kind of laughing along and taking sips from their drinks no one even looks at you um he hello uh gentlemen uh dalinar moonshadow clear extraordinaire anyone hello they don't even acknowledge your existence. Can I and I push one over. Are you going to get up from your chair and try to push over a patron? <laughs> I'm going to get up and just slam my hands into water. Respond <laughs> you're talking to, damn it. Make a dexterity saving throw. Nat 20. So as you stand up and go over to this patron, we'll we'll say it's a a, a middle-aged man, kind of burly, hairy arms, look, you know, standard fisherman-looking type. You stand up and you are you pushing from the back or the front? I'm just wa walking from the side. So you're gonna come at him from the shoulder? Yeah. All right. I imagine hit him right here. Just sent this dude flying. So as you stand up, you come up, you go to push your hands forward into his shoulder, your hands pass through, and you catch yourself as you trip over the chair he was sitting in. And as you are standing on the opposite side of this chair, you see the chair laying on the ground from where you knocked it over, and yet the image of this man is still there at the table, sitting on nothing, but still in a sitting position continuing his conversation laughing as you know laughing and chatting as if nothing had happened uh uh ali uh this isn't uh this isn't you is it no i don't have that power i'm uh, not sure what is going on uh, we should probably uh get Thidius uh really quickly um, I'm right here. And I reach over and I touch you to see if my hand will go through you. I slap your hand as you reach out to touch me. Get the hell away from me. Uh, 
Something is really freaking me out here. Yeah, I can I can tell. This is kind of funny. No, frankly. Why is it funny funny for you? He just fell through a chair in an I, illusion. I, I don't know if it's some sort of shock from, you know, what happened four months ago, but uh, uh, this isn't really sitting right with me. Can I pick up the chair on the ground and try to hit the old the illusion of the old man with it? Sure, absolutely. As he's doing that, can I get a DM ruling on this? What's actually, up? you know what? Um, yeah, I need a DM ruling, actually. Um, so counterspell specifies that I have to see a creature casting a spell. Can I just cast counterspell knowing that there's an illusion there? I'm sorry, can you do what? <clears throat> so counterspell... Yeah. Counterspell specifies that I have to see a creature casting a spell. Can I counterspell an illusion that I see? You can certainly try. Okay, as the chair makes contact with the illusion, because I see Bragg picking up a chair like he's going to swing it, I'm going to time it so when he makes contact, I'm going to cast Counterspell at third level. <laughs> Just for the fun of it. Bryak, you swing the chair. How hard are you going to swing it? Like, are you ending this man's life? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you pick up this, this tavern chair, this beautifully handcrafted wooden chair, over your shoulder, back again, into this person, and when you're about halfway through the image of this man, he disappears. Just vanishes, no smoke, no nothing, just done. Bryak, you killed him and obliterated him to nothing. I'll roll deception. <laughs> or performance, sure. your call. Uh, roll performance, because I, I love it. Okay, that is an 8 plus 8 plus 3. Uh, so that's a 19. Okay. <laughs> I am selling the shit out of the fact that Phidias can't believe he just obliterated this man into nothingness. You absolutely are. I am never getting rid of this chair. <laughs> so as you guys are having this little mini conversation, a few seconds later, the image of that man reappears and continues on as if nothing happened. Oh, thank God. I'm not counterspelling this one. You swing again and the chair passes through the man without an effect. I'm swinging overhead down. Does the chair shatter on impact with the ground? Absolutely. With your strength, I'm not even going to have you roll for it. You send this chair into oblivion in the stone, the cobble, the cobblestone floor. Oh, my magic chair! No. Oh. Jack, where the are image, you here? The image of that target. man is still sitting, talking, but sitting on nothing because you wrecked his fucking chair. Sidious is going to grab a chair and slide it under the illusory man. <laughs> like, a chair from an empty table and just slide it under him. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> like, we just can't just have just an image hovering. Come on. Okay, okay. Sorry, Jack, continue. I am... I was sitting at the, like, at the bar all the way down to one end. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to get up and walk upstairs to the rooms. Okay. And see if they're open. Okay. Do you make? Do you make it? Do I see you go up the stairs, or do you? Yeah. Okay. 
So I, I see you do that. I see the other <laughs> the jokers doing something. So I walk over to, to Allie. Uh, not not saying uh, get ready to fight or anything, but uh, just be wary. This Was this like this last time you were in here? No. Last time I was here, it was late at night. I had my one drink. It was fairly hustling bustling and I was one of the last people to leave this, uh, I'm not this, sure what's going on the screams deception or trap to me so uh, if you'll indulge me for a minute follow me and I, I get up and uh, I go up to that nice pristine gentleman Yes, sir. How may I help you? And I just reach over and try to touch his chest. And you touch a physical person. But he doesn't I'm... react to your touch. Okay. He's still standing there, kind of like wiping his glass, standard bartender bullshit. And he's just looking you in the eye. Kind of looking through you. You mm. got your hand on his chest and he's just like... Mm-hmm. Right... Is there, is there a way for me to walk around to where he is, or do I have to, like, hop over to get there? Well, I mean, you look to your left and your right, and you notice that one end of the bar is open. Okay. Um, so I make my way around to his side, and I'm gauging his reaction to that. He's just watching you. Okay. Follow, you know, turns his head as you move. Just kind of follows you. As I get closer to him, I'm, I'm looking to see, like, the room. He, I'm assuming there's, like, a back room behind the bar. Uh, yeah, but there's a door closed. Okay. So that and you I, can't see the, the back room. Sure. I point to the door and say, ah, I gotta use the restroom number two. And I just walk towards the door and go to open it. He just gives you a gentle smile and then turns away. I just, I try to try the door. Is it unlocked? Yeah, it's unlocked. Okay. So I peek in, see if there's... Make a, make a perception check. You got it. Uh, that would be a 23. You see before you nothing. It's an empty room. No appliances. No, no nothing. What you would assume to be a kitchen area to make the food. You found an empty room. Cobblestone floor. Wooden walls. Cobwebs. And nothing else. And it is, it's dark in there. Like, the actual barroom floor, in the actual bar, you know, the dining, that dining area, that's the word I'm looking for. In the dining area, well lit. Candles everywhere, chandeliers, sconces, the whole works. This kitchen, blank. Bare, no lighting. Uh, uh, Ellie, we need to get our friends and, uh, leave very promptly. This is, uh, this is really starting to freak me out. There's nothing in here. And I, like, open the door so she can see in. Okay. I'll glance inside. You um, s you see the same things that Dalinar saw? Or the same lack of things? This doesn't make any sense. While you two are contemplating that, let's start wipe over to Jack. Woo! <clears throat> so you climb the stairs... You notice as you're walking up, the handrailing is 
It's hand-carved. It's gorgeous woodwork, well beyond the skills of anybody else in this town. You've seen the other houses. They're kind of ramshackled huts. But the woodwork in this building is incredible. You walk up. There are candles every three feet going up the stairs. You reach the top of the stairs and look down the hallway, and you just see a straight hallway that seems to go on longer than this building is long. Intermittent candles along the walls, doors on either side, all of the doors are shut. And beautiful hardwood flooring. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to take my, uh, my chains, my chains attached to my sickles and just start swinging them around so they make a whistling noise and okay. start walking down the hallway. You're going to hum a little tune while you do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So you walk down this hallway. How far would you like to walk? At 10 or 12 feet. Okay, so you walk your 10 or 12 feet. A couple of doors on either side of you. Closed. You presume that these are the, the inn rooms. Not much of note. A couple of candles. Nothing going on. It's very quiet. Look behind you, you still see the top of the staircase where you just walked up. About 10 or 12 feet behind you. Gonna try and open one of the doors to a room. Okay. Which one do you want to open? Left or right? Right. Okay, you open up the door. Look inside. See a single bed. Nightstand. A uh, candlestick. Not lit. No one in there. Bed's made up. You can see the sheets are actually very nice. Alright. I'm gonna turn around and go back downstairs. Okay. And I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna, like, look around at the people in here and be like, there's definitely something weird about this place. I'm gonna try something. And I'm gonna take the uh, wood from the broken chair... Okay. And I'm going to stack it up in the middle of the bar, like in okay. a nice little teepee. And I'm going to take my tinderbox out and light it on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. Just to see if I get a reaction. None of the patrons turn their head. You've got a small bonfire burning in the middle of this bar right now. <laughs> None of the patrons turn their heads. Bartender is standing up at the bar, wiping his glass, just kind of watching you. With a gentle smile on his face. No teeth, just, you know, little... Just watching you, but not even acknowledging the fire. I want to grab him by uh, his shirt. The bartender, not Jack. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My magic chair! (laughs) I want to grab him by the shirt, shake him, and say, What's going on here? Hello, sir, how may I help you? Tell me what. Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello, sir. How may I help you? (laughs) Tell me what's going on. Nope, I've seen about enough. Uh, I, Phidias is gonna pull his lyre from his his back, and begin strumming a few chords, um, and using his counter charm ability. Uh, so, any creature that I deem 
friendly, I think, uh, has advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Okay. Hang on. And who are you casting it on? Um, I'm going to use it on all of us, as well as the bartender. Okay. So a shimmering light seems to emanate from Thidius as he strums his lyre. Light kind of gently caresses each of you. And Bryak, while you are shaking this bartender, the light starts to touch him. His skin turns gray, and he goes limp in your arms. My god, you've killed another one! I say, still strumming the lyre. <laughs> what did you just do? I'm gonna toss oh. him off to the side and look at my hands. How did I do that? <laughs> what did I do? What did he do? Because he shook a man to death. That's pretty clear what he like did. That? No, the other one's incorporeal. You can pass a chair right through him. Isn't that right, Bryak? Is it them? Yes, but he didn't physically try to grab them, though. No, he, he threw a chair at them, but he didn't grab them. You think that a, an object that you can put a push a chair through vigorously, uh, can be grabbed? I don't know. Did you do it, the bartender? I didn't put a chair through the bartender. No, but he was able to <laughs> grab the bartender. I throw a chair at the corpse <laughs> of the bartender. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So you pick up a chair <laughs> and you turn to look at the bartender who you've casually tossed aside and you see him folded in weird directions, like an arm over his back, a leg is twisted to the side. He's just obviously crumpled on the ground and you huck a bar chair at him, which shatters upon impact and just kind of rolls him an extra foot as his joints are folded in just unnatural positions. Alright, Bryak, I think that's enough desecrating corpses until you get back to a, a graveyard. Hey, Dell, uh, it's a free room. We don't have to worry about the five gold. Uh, no, I don't think we should probably stay here any longer than we need to. Um, I don't know about you guys, and I'm going to go pick up the pieces of that last chair and stoke the fire. I say we burn <laughs> this place to the ground. I think that's probably a bad idea. Yeah, this this may or may not be an isolated incident. If the rest of the town is like this, I'd say let's go for it. But for now, we may want to look elsewhere and investigate this, because this isn't something that, uh... It's not sitting right. I is it with you guys? Well, I, I don't just, know. You know, See, maybe... we were here before Thidius was... Thidius, did you see anything weird on your travel into town to go get a new tunic? Well, the old lady was still flirting with me, so not not really. Seems about the about the same to me. I wonder if it's just a tavern or if it is the rest of the town. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I'm getting, uh, you know, four months ago vibes out of this whole thing. You bit. never drop the past. Move on! It's in the past for a reason. Well, I'm so very glad that you forgot all about that very traumatizing situation we were all in. I had to kill a child. I hate to impose, but 
what happened four months ago. Let, why don't we yeah. walk and talk? If you all agree, we should probably leave this before, you know, the doors close and then teeth come out and, you know, munch us up in a little bit. Mm. I don't think mimics can be the size of buildings. But you think it's a mimic? And I I begin, like, walking briskly towards the door. <laughs> it could be. I mean, I, I don't know, but I don't think they can be this big. No. What I did, to clarify, Ali, is I simply cast a counter charm spell. And then he crumpled. And then Briot killed him. And threw a chair at him, which is so amusing. Well, God, I love my, my dragon man. So if we can go investigate the town, if we need to, come back and just burn this place to the ground. Can I ask oh, why wait. we started a fire? I was seeing if that was... No, the fire right in the middle of the tavern. Wouldn't that cause damage immediately, or is the fire the same as the people? Make a perception check. 20. As in another natural 20? <laughs> I'm taking seven. that die away from you. <laughs> 27. <laughs> Robin, you better use those in the next game, man. <laughs> I can't, yeah. dude. Every time I tried to use the metal die in the campaign, I got nothing but natural ones and, like, I got single-digit shit. That's well, over because there. those dice have declared yeah, themselves you have to play from over there. Alley. No, those <laughs> dice are Allie's dice. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I I had to switch my metal dice for playing Thidias because I was rolling shit in my warm up in my warm up rolls. Like my Cax dice don't work for Thidias. Anyway, with your fucking natural twenty, <clears throat> uh, you notice that the fire is still burning on the floor of the tavern. Um, rather vigorously, you can feel the heat off of it. You can see the the smoke coming out of it, the crackles, little sparks shooting off, all that happy crap uh, it doesn't seem to be affecting the wood around it there's magic uh, would I sense magic here like in the air or anything abnormal um, aside from everything I've just described you don't sense anything else okay well that doesn't make any sense if a fire is burning this place is entirely made of wood this should be burning too Except but for the it's floor. Not. The floor is not made of wood. Well, no, but everything else is. Del had a good idea. We should leave. This place definitely isn't right. Yeah. Is it because that... there's a corpse in the room that you've already desecrated and you need to find another one? <laughs> I'll do the same <laughs> with you. My hands can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as we walk out... Just to see what happens, I'm going to pick up chairs and throw them at objects like the wall and paintings and other tables, just to figure out how everything reacts in here. So as you're walking, you pick up a chair, pick up a chair here, a chair there, throw it against a wall, it shatters, glass sconces just explode from the impact. There's wood and glass everywhere. Candles are blown out as chairs are thrown at them because that's how you blow out a candle. Just absolute carnage, wooden oh, carnage. I, that's how I extinguish candles at home. Yeah, you yeah, just, just chair at it. <laughs> that's what the stack of the chairs is in the corner over there. I make sure it's off camera, though. So as you're walking and throwing these things and approaching the door, do you leave the tavern? As I'm walking towards the door to leave. I'm going to say, I don't know about you guys. This place is definitely one hell of a downer. 
It's empty. It's bad. I don't like it. I'm I'm out of here. And I go to open the door. You grab the handle of the door. Standard, you know, thumb latch bullshit. It doesn't move. Uh, did you try pulling? <laughs> no, he. No. The only thing he knows how to do is pull. Push. <laughs> Open the door, please! Guys, this just went from downer to full on Tuesday. We're kind of. We're kind of screwed. Kick, kick the thing down. <laughs> Uh, Hooray! We're trapped in a room together again, guys! Uh, no, no, don't say that, no, please, um... Oh, it's okay, Talamar! I, I rush over to one again. of the... I'm assuming there's windows in the front? Oh yeah, there's windows. I just straight up with my armored... I just elbow the glass. You make a running strike? Uh, no, I, I walk over to it very quickly, and I just unceremoniously try to, like, give it the people's elbow. Okay, roll strength, uh, Chuck. Athletics. Uh, 16. 16. You raise your elbow, swing it towards the glass, and your arm stops dead. And the little piece of armor that meets out your elbow, that little joint, gets bent inward a little bit. Uh, no, no, no. Huh, no, no, no. Yes. No! Yes. No! Yes. I think what I might want to put do? fire out now. What, what do you mean, what did we do? We killed a child. It's fine. The now last time we again. were in a, let me tell you. Oh. Last time we were in a room, he got eaten by a gelatinous cube. I died for a minute. Uh, we killed a child. Uh, there was yeah. rocks and colors. <laughs> I felt really like green. It was great. You should have been there. <laughs> I felt green. <laughs> oh. Um. Sounds like you ate some really bad mushrooms or something. And What's you that? had a hallucination. As, as, as far as we were able to detect, it was a series of maybe pocket dimensions that we were stuck in, in some sort of purgatory. Uh, puzzles and fights and re really creepy children, which happened to die. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Um, hostile, if it makes any difference to you. We're not child killers. I'm pretty sure it was already dead. Was yeah, we never really figured that out, did we? I think it was like a ghost or something. At least that's what I'm going to keep telling myself because I was the one that killed it. That's yeah. That's 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 how you sleep at night. 100. percent Yep. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Jack, can you check that other window over on the other side of the door? Um. Uh, um. Anyone else feeling hot right now, or is it just me? That's no, it's the, the fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, can should, I we should probably put that out if we're stuck yeah, in here. That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to go see if I can find water behind the bar. I will literally piss on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so as Jack steps behind the bar to find water, and Bryak is whipping it out. What does a uh, white dragon cock look like? Uh, I, I no, no. I go no. to unzip my pants no. and I realize I don't have a zipper. So, I... <laughs> no, 
We're not doing this. Not, yeah, I thought at some point you had to put like a PG-13 in here somewhere. Like I do disclaimer. label every episode but, as explicit. Yeah, now at 100% it definitely is now in that category. <laughs> drop, I dropped the pants full to the ankles. Or it's a kilt, actually. It, it's a kilt. So I dropped the kilt full to the ankles even though I don't have to. You can just to. lift it. Yeah, you... Don't care. <laughs> All right. Jack, as you're looking for water to extinguish your fire... Bryak is standing there with kilt around his ankles. Does your dragonborn have a tail or think so, an no. actual tail, not a not a dick? No, I, I, I do not believe I have a tail. And it's all right. So your pale white scaly ass is just hanging out there. The five of you <laughs> notice as all of the candles go out simultaneously. The fire in the center of the room extinguishes no smoke just gone uh, the room starts uh, to turn gray and that's well, where we will end this session can I, can I pull guys, up my we... kilt before we end the session <laughs> no we're ending the session with your pants down oh, guys <laughs> guys hey we found the one shot we found the story <laughs> <laughs> we did it gang Oh my god. <laughs> that was great.